Hey, this is Chris. And this is Elmi. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. I'm Capricorn rising. I have a Gemini moon. Elmi's a Scorpio. She's Gemini rising and has a Pisces moon. Yeah. Yeah, today is July 11th. The moon is in Aries. Yay! Woo! So go out there and do physical stuff. Show off. Show someone that you are better than them. Don't apologize for anything. Be amazing. And the moon is in Aries through a Monday morning. So you might feel an abundance of energy the next couple of days to help you get things done and to just feel revitalized and, mm. and things like that. Um, if you are a Libra or Libra rising, moon and Libra, you might be a little bit annoyed by all this me first energy this weekend mm. but even as a libra you can get out there and, and have some fun um the moon was in pisces the last couple of days and between that and the sun being in cancer and mercury also being in cancer there were a lot of emotions in the air the last couple of days oh yeah did you feel those emotions elmy oh i certainly did chris I know I did. I know I did some crying. I think that was yesterday. Uh, just just too much emotion, too much everything. I was feeling everything. And to be fair, Chris is still doing taxes. I don't know if, if everyone knows that Chris does taxes. So this tax season has been extended. Uh, it ends in like, what, uh, four days? Yeah, it ends on July 15th. But it's been a long, long tax season. And I think that would make anyone cry. Sure. I mean, taxes in general will make people cry. Um, that's why they exist. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the moon, the moon was in Pisces the last couple of days, uh, you know, intense emotions also spills. Um, it, you might've been spilling things the last couple of days. I spilled something on my favorite t-shirt yesterday. Also yesterday, and this is such a Pisces thing, right? I'm eating a granola bar as okay. I'm driving and just the smallest piece, the smallest piece of granola bar fell off. And it went into the passenger seat. So next thing I know, there's a smudge of chocolate on the passenger seat. Then it somehow got onto my shorts. So now I have chocolate on my shorts. And it's just one of those things with Pisces where it's just like the tiniest little slip can just get everywhere and just get magnified. Mm. Um, but we won't have to worry about that again for another month because the moon will not be in Pisces for, for another month now. Right. So you won't have to spill anything. You won't have to cry. Ooh. Yeah, so there's that. Um, so in the meantime, the moon is now in Aries, and as I mentioned, it'll stay in Aries until Monday morning, and that should give us all a burst of self-confidence and just feeling revitalized. And again, it can be a bit much in the show-off ego department, but at the same time, it's been a rough year, obviously. It's been a rough few years, depending on your situation. And uh, what's wrong with feeling good about yourself for a couple of days, even if it potentially annoys everyone else? Mm. Um, what else? Saturn continues to be in retrograde in Capricorn. So either consciously or unconsciously, we are eliminating the things in our lives that no longer serve us. And we're going to be doing this through mm. December. Saturn energy in general is all about limitations. It's about what can I release and let go of. It's not necessarily about expansion and growth. It's about fine tuning. It's about uh, taking away the stuff, the clutter, the things that just uh, aren't working out. 
So if you've mm. been experiencing some of that, that will be continuing through December. And they say with Saturn, you know, it, it eventually puts you in a better place. But uh, going through it, going through it uh, can definitely suck. Um, I mentioned a little bit last week, uh, the United States, this, this country we live in, the great United States is experiencing a Pluto return. That means that the planet Pluto is currently in the sign of Capricorn, and Pluto was also in the sign of Capricorn when the U.S. came into existence in the, um, what was that, 18th century? Um, so with, with Pluto, uh, with the Pluto return, What's happening here is we're seeing in one form or another is that things are being restructured. The U.S. is being forced to have a certain symbolic death so that it can have a rebirth. Um, in the next few years, things are going to be changing rapidly if they aren't already changing rapidly, depending on how you're, you're looking at this. Sure. Um, right now, Pluto is in Capricorn, so... We've seen there are plenty of things right now that are simply not working. There's these outdated systems we're dealing with. And right now, you know, the folks who are in charge are trying to fix those things with outdated beliefs mm. because Pluto's in Capricorn, because Saturn is in Capricorn. Pluto and Saturn are the planets of structure for like everyone. Mm. Um, when you look at your birth chart, you know, planets like Venus, Mercury, the sun, the moon, those planets are more for individual stuff for you personally. The outer planets, Saturn, Pluto, the planets that don't change signs all that often, that's for like the group. And right now with Pluto return, um, the United States, whether it wants to or not, has to change. And it will be changing, especially when Pluto goes into Aquarius in 2023. Mm. And as we know, Aquarius is all about um, new ideas, new thoughts, what's possible. Whereas Capricorn is about what has worked traditionally, what has worked in the past. So I don't know how to put it, like Saturn in Capricorn, Pluto in Capricorn, that's like... Dwight D. Eisenhower, whereas Pluto in Aquarius or Saturn in Aquarius, that's more like Elon Musk. And whether we like it or not, we're heading towards Elon Musk, Almy. Or you could look at it as Michael Scott and then Robert California. Ooh, I like that. So that's an office reference. So yeah, why not? Pluto and Capricorn, Saturn and Capricorn, that's Michael Scott. Pluto and Aquarius, Saturn and Aquarius, that is Robert California. You don't even know my real name. I'm the Lizard King, right? Like, that's yeah. totally... And oddly enough, James Spader is an Aquarius. See, we go full circle here. Yep. James Spader, who plays the character of Robert California on The Office, is an Aquarius. What's Steve Carell? I think he's a Leo. Don't quote me on that, but I think Steve Carell's a Leo. Like, the one time I don't bring my cell phone in this little booth, and I don't know why we're in this booth. We're leaving the door open because it's literally above 90 degrees today. Um, so I don't have my phone on me, so I can't look that up quickly. Uh, the first person to comment on our Instagram, we have a new Instagram account, right. something about astrology, no spaces, no numbers, no underscores, just something about astrology. First person to comment on our latest post um, with Steve Carell's star sign will um, get the satisfaction of knowing Steve Carell's star sign or looking it up before anyone else. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, so I guess go to something about astrology, find our latest post, tell us what Steve Carell's birth sign is, what his sun sign is. We think it's Leo, but you can confirm that for us. And and what do they get? Satisfaction? Uh, I, think, I think the most we can offer right now is the satisfaction yeah. of being correct. Yeah. 
And we'll shout you out in our stories. So that might be fun for you to feel loved. Who doesn't want to feel loved, you know? Yeah, so this sounds like the perfect weekend activity for you <laughs> with the moon being in Aries to show off and let people know yeah. that you know things. Yeah. That's important. All right. So there you go. Um, tomorrow is July 12th, and the planet Mercury will no longer be retrograde. Yay! Woo! Mercury goes direct tomorrow, July 12th. Now, it will still be in its storm for a couple of weeks after that because it takes time for the planet to get back up to speed. Just because it goes from retrograde to direct mm. on that day, it's like anything. you got to get it back. Well, I don't know if it's like anything, but it's like some things where it takes a little time for it to get back up to speed. Yeah, like, like losing weight. You're not going to instantly lose all the weight the next day just because you worked out and didn't eat over your calories, right? Like it still takes a little time. That's true. That's, that's a very good example. So Mercury is going to be in its storm until July 26th. So if possible, we still got about two weeks where you kind of want to wait to make big purchases, make big decisions. Life might force you to make a decision sooner. But if possible, the longer you can wait until the 26th of July to make these decisions, the better, because you will hopefully have the best information by then. Um, in the meantime, you're just rolling the, the rolling the dice like I did today. We went to the supermarket and I bought a brush to scrub dishes with. And I was torn. Should I get the $4 brush yeah, or should I get the $5 brush that looks a little cooler? So I got the $5 dish brush. Okay. And will that decision come back to bite me? I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, I'll know better by July 26th whether or not I bought the best dish brush that's hard to say dish brush and I couldn't even help him I was just so completely paralyzed by the idea of making a decision I just kind of left him in that aisle and I said I don't know what's up to you and I kept walking so I really appreciate that you uh picked one it's is is being indecisive is that a Scorpio thing or what well you are Gemini rising so Oh, you're okay. always going to come up with 17 different ways <laughs> to go about something in your mind, and then you're going to have to try to pick the the best yeah, one out of what's going true. on in your head. Yeah. You also have Venus and Libra, and as we know, Libra energy does not necessarily rush to snap judgments either. Okay. Like Aries will just walk in. Give me this. Give me that. Yeah. Give me that. I'm out of here. Wish I could do that. Yeah. Libra energy, Gemini energy is going to think, mull things over. So I think it's the air, the air quality in okay. you. Okay. That, um, that sounds like something in L.A. The air quality is very unhealthy to do. But yeah, the air signs in you, I think, is what causes you to consider a lot of things and maybe makes it more difficult for you to make uh, decisions quickly. So look up your air sign. If you feel you have a problem with indecision, check out what your air sign is. See if you can relate. Yeah, see if you have a preponderance of air in your chart. Libra, Gemini, Aquarius, not so much. Aquarius is technically an air sign, but um, it's hard to, it's hard to uh, classify an Aquarian, that's for sure. Um, let's see what else we got. Why don't we... Yes. Okay, I have one other thing I want to talk about, but first... Let's get to the Ask a Scorpio segment oh. of our show. As I mentioned before, Almy is a Scorpio, and Woo-hoo. I like to get her perspective on things. Yeah. 
So, what, yeah, how do I even, whatever. Downtown Disney recently reopened. Now, <laughs> yeah, for those of you who aren't familiar with Downtown Disney, you've probably heard of Disneyland. And next to Disneyland, there's an area called Downtown Disney, which is like restaurants and shops. It's not technically in the park. So it's like you can go there to eat and you'll be like right next to Disneyland. You have to walk through it. Yeah. You have to walk through downtown yeah. Disney to get to Disneyland. I was just saying, like, if someone just wants to go to a restaurant at downtown Disney, they can. They don't yeah. have to, like, buy a ticket to get into the park. Um, but anyway, downtown Disney reopened. That's huge for people in L.A. who are Disney fans. Almy is a Disney fan. Mm-hmm. Almy, when you go to downtown Disney, what is your favorite store or restaurant to go to? Um, I I don't do a lot of shopping in downtown Disney, to be honest. Um, as far for, I guess, uh, let me think, let me think. I like I like that outdoor bar. I think it's U- Uva, Uva? It's like mm. UVA. It is, um, they got tasty food and it's a good atmosphere. And then we like Catal in downtown Disney, which is like a super bougie, like not really Disney experience. I guess everything I like in downtown Disney is nothing to do with Disney, <laughs> the more I think about it. Um... Yeah, and uh, Rainforest Cafe is not there anymore. That was fun when I was a kid. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's not like Downtown Disney has anything so amazing. The Jazz Kitchen, though, that's cute. That's fun. There used to be House of Blues there. Um, So, yeah, if we're going to be honest, what I like most about Downtown Disney are the restaurants and bars that do not remind you of Disney. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of things open in L.A. right now, so we kind of have to take what we can get. And Downtown Disney is one of those things that is reopened now. Uh, the park itself, Disneyland itself, I don't think they've made an official announcement. No. They were initially going to try to do it on July 17th. That got canceled. People are saying now more like September. But anyway, Downtown Disney, if you want to go eat near Disneyland (laughs) and or pay top dollar for Disney merchandise, have at it. Um, All right, what else I got? Here's another thing. Um, Today is July 11th. There's another planet going retrograde today. Almy, do you know what planet it is? Oh, I feel like I should know. Is it Saturn? No, it starts with a C. There are no planets that start with a C. It's funny you say that. There is a planet called Chiron. It was discovered October 18th, 1977. Ah. So apparently it's a Libra. It's located between Saturn and Uranus. Okay. It has a funky orbit. You know, like when you think of the Earth orbiting the sun, it just we think of it as going on this nice circular path. Chiron doesn't do that. It has just this weird orbit, and and they say it's both a planet and a comet, and the comet portion of it might be why it moves in such a strange path. But, yeah, Chiron came into, I mean, I guess it was always in existence. It's just people Mm. discovered it in the 70s. So a lot of astrologers include Chiron with your birth chart or with a reading to let you know what's going on. My Chiron is in Aries. Almy, your Chiron is in Gemini. 
um, it's, God, it's okay. yeah, it's not a planet that people ask you about. Like someone will be like, "What's your rising sign? What's your moon sign?" That comes up quite a bit if you're talking to someone about astrology. Rarely does anyone ask you where your Chiron is. Um, the planet Chiron is known as the wounded healer. Oh. Um, old wounds, areas in your life where you feel insecure, unsure of yourself. You know, we all have those parts, and we have Chiron to thank for that. Um, because none of us like to willingly work on these areas of our lives where we feel uncomfortable mm -hmm. and insecure. But Chiron is there to help us. And again, kind of like Saturn, I guess you could say Chiron, it heals eventually but it, it can hurt as it heals but it, mm. it will eventually put you in a better place so Chiron is now going retrograde until December 15th so repressed feelings certain areas of your life that you have not been addressing and that you know probably should be addressed um, those things might come to light there could be a, a challenge with Chiron as early as this Tuesday uh, Tuesday of this week when on July 14th Mars, the planet Mars, the planet of action, is going to be conjunct with Chiron. Mm. And again, when two planets are conjunct, it just means they're really close to each other. Um, so on Tuesday, there's a potential you could feel a little overwhelmed. You might be tested. There might be a need to stand up for yourself. And Chiron is funky in that... It, the, the challenges that might come up might make you feel like you're a little kid again, if that mm. makes any sense. Like there might be certain areas where you think you've moved past it and then some events might come into your life and can like trigger something that happened when you were very young uh, and make you feel insecure. Like something you thought inside of you that no one could hurt you again all of a sudden that comes up again it's like where are, where are all these feelings come from i'm an adult i'm empowered i can handle this stuff and then chiron throws this thing at you and all of a sudden you're like feeling helpless again um but again you are an adult now you have a different perspective you will be able to to rise to the challenge but if you have an event like that or feelings like that, and again, that's going to be over the next several months, technically, it's just this Tuesday, there might be a specific hit, and there might not. You might not feel it, but that's something to think about. So Chiron's going to be retrograde through December, Saturn retrograde through December, and that means a lot of self-work in mm. addition to just trying to exist during these bizarre times. So we're going to have fun with that. Um, I don't know. The rest of this week, you know, this weekend, I mentioned the moon's in Aries. Sunday, the moon is going to be squaring off with Pluto, Saturn, Jupiter into Monday. Anytime the moon and Pluto and Saturn are squaring each other, there's going to be a heaviness. So Sunday and Monday might feel a little eh. Uh, also, Monday, Tuesday, the moon's in Taurus, uh, which is great for hopefully just unplugging having a nice meal and really mm. indulging in uh, the physical stuff of life again i always think of like food uh you know pampering yourself going to get a massage something like that. Um, that moons in taurus monday july 13th through wednesday july 15th um, late uh, July 15th, the moon's going to go into Gemini. Uh, the energy uh, or communication in general will definitely pick up again. 
um, Thursday, Friday, into Saturday. Uh, you might be hearing from people you haven't heard from in a while. People might be especially chatty. Right. Uh, it's a good time to share information, um, that kind of stuff. That's kind of the general idea of this week. Um, just a little glimpse into next week. There's going to be a new moon on July 20th. Okay. And also the sun will be going into Leo on July 22nd. Um, but for the rest of this week, we will be in Cancer still, so we will continue to Ugh. be in our feels. Yeah. We will be continuing to maybe have more focus on family and, and do I feel secure at home, those kind of feelings. Um, sensitivity for sure, a lot of sensitivity. Eventually the sun will go into Leo and kind of like Aries, then it'll be more um, directed at yourself and, and what can I do to uh, improve myself and how can I be an amazing, incredible person, that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I think that's good good podcast for today. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And it's hot. As Almy mentioned, it's really hot and we're in this little closet. So I think we're going to call it. But anyway, I hope everyone's doing well and hanging in there and we love you and we'll see you next week. Sounds good to me. All right, everybody. Stay safe. Drink lots of water. Wear your mask when you go outside. And thank you so much for listening. Bye bye.